Good morning. A warm welcome to all. Thank you for joining us in this celebration of the third Sunday in Ordinary Time. You will find today's readings and the music selections that are listed on the board in the Breaking Bread book located in your pew. We also sing many parts of the Mass. You will find the words to these prayers on the card also located in your pew. Now, please check and silence any devices you have brought with you as we prepare ourselves to participate in this liturgy. Commitment is the shining light in today's gospel. Can you imagine being called to accompany Jesus as a chosen disciple? What an honor that would have been and that would have been an honor still available to us today. Unlike the first disciples, who willingly abandoned everything to learn from and preach with Jesus, we're not being asked to give up everything but rather live our daily lives following the lessons Jesus laid out for us. Please stand and join in our gathering song.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, may the grace and peace of God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. O God, we pray for strength to follow you with hearts of love. Lord Jesus, you call each of us as disciples. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you help us stay united to each other in love. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you give light to the world through us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. God in the highest and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. ever-living God, direct our actions according to your good pleasure, that in the name of your beloved Son, we may, be, we may abound in good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. First, the Lord degraded the land of Zebulun and the land of Nephtali. But in the end, he has glorified the seaward road, the land west of the Jordan, the district of the Gentiles. Anguish has taken wing, dispelled its darkness, for there is no gloom where but now there was distress. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwelt in the land of gloom, a light has shone. You have brought them abundant joy and great rejoicing. 
and they rejoice before you as at the harvest, as people make merry when dividing spoils. For the yoke that burdened them, the pole on their shoulder, and the rod of their taskmaster you have smashed, as on the day of Midian. The word of the Lord. from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree in what you say, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and in the same purpose. For it has been reported to me about you, my brothers and sisters, by Chloe's people, that there are rivalries among you. I mean that each of you is saying, I belong to Paul, or I belong to Apollos, or I belong to Cephas, or I belong to Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, and not with the wisdom of human eloquence, so that the cross of Christ 
might not be emptied of its meaning. The word of the Lord. Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea, in the region of Zebulon and Naphtali, that what had been said through Isaiah the prophet that he fulfilled land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way to the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who sit in darkness have seen a great light on those who dwell in the land overshadowed by death, light has arisen. From that time on, Jesus began to preach and say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. As he was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, casting a net into the sea. They were fishermen, and he said to them, come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. He walked along from there and saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. And Jesus called to them. And immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. He went around all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness among the people. This is the gospel of the Lord. Pope Francis has designated today as the day of the Bible. So I want to spend a little time talking about that. Um, from, From who knows when it started, but from day one in the church, there are two sources for knowing who God is and what God wants of us. Those two sources are the Bible, God's word. What has God said? 
The other source of knowledge and wisdom about God is, what has God done? What did he create? And the Bible begins with that. So what did God create? I was just reading in Scientific American the other day that Beetlejuice, you know, what that is, that's not quite the exact name, but that's what they call it, is a, a, a star way out there, 65,000 light years away. Um, how far is that? Uh, a long ways. Well, anyway, all of a sudden they've noticed that Betelgeuse, this star, is starting to dim. It's lost half of its brightness in less than a year. What does that mean? Well, it means that the star is starting to collapse in on itself. It's, it's losing. And, and what happens when it does that, when stars do that, is they collapse it on the, and then they explode. And we're going to be able, if the clouds aren't here in Oregon, we're going to be able to see that. We're watching it happen 65,000 years ago. Who is our God, huh? We're watching something happen for the first time 65,000 years ago. It's phenomenal. And then, then we look at the rest of the stuff God has done. A few years back, one of the national magazines, I think it was National Geographic, but I'm not sure, did a whole issue on butterflies. My heavens, they are incredibly beautiful. Each butterfly, each little but gorgeous pieces of art. And they match each other in their wings. It's, it's just phenomenal. And here's page after page. And they're all different and they're all absolutely beautiful. What kind of a God does that? And then, and then there's whales. They just attached a monitor on one of the whales out in the Pacific. <clears throat> His heart beats once or twice a minute. His heart weighs a hundred pounds. God made that, huh? And then, and then there's baobab trees. Have any of you ever seen a baobab tree? Raise your hand. I, I, oh, there's, there's a couple over there. Had a couple last night. <coughs> Incredible trees. They're huge. And you come up to this tree and it's, it, it's just everywhere. And, and, and the tree is so huge that it's got weeds and flowers growing in it. They're not part of the tree. They're, they're just, you know, the, the wind and the rain and the dust blew them up there and there they are and they're growing. There's all sorts of little critters and animals and creatures crawling all around them and they're phenomenal. Unbelievable. One northern Botswana that I sort of fell in love with and I spent a, a lot of time around it just sort of appreciating it and saying, wow, God, what, how did you think about this? Now, how, how old those trees are, nobody knows. <coughs> they don't have rings that you can count like our local fir trees or cedar trees. Um, but by storytelling and, and all of that, they figured out that in certain places, there's some of these trees that are probably about 3,000 years old. Wow. And I, just, I was just stunned by this tree. So I measured its trunk. And I put my hands out. And then I went around and put them out again. Nine times. 
45 feet around the trunk of that tree. Unbelievable. God, what does that say about our God? Oh, and then there's Mount Hood too. and You know, keep going. So that's one of our sources of knowledge of God. The other source is what they call revelation, um, the Bible. And periodically, God has sat down with some people and told them things. And so they wrote it down. Well, first of all, they memorized it. And then they passed it on by word of mouth. And then after they learned how to write, they invented writing. Then they started writing it down. And so they did. Now, the writing down process started about 2000 BC, 4,000 years ago. And the Bible was written over a period of about, uh, so, so they started writing them down, uh, well, they started telling the stories and putting it together about 2,000 years ago. They started writing it down. Uh, not, I'm, I'm getting lost in my words here. 2,000 BC. They started then writing it down about 1,000 BC. Um, nine, eight, nine, ten hundred, somewhere in there. And, and they wrote it in bits and pieces. And then through the years, they started kind of putting these together. And they were written in various languages, out of varying cultures. And then we get to Jesus, and Jesus is born. Now, Scripture, Scott, we used to always talk about the Old Testament and the New Testament. Well, Scripture scholars are not liking that anymore. They talk about the First Testament and then the next testament or the second testament maybe there's going to be a third one who knows but they don't want to use old and old testament and new testament because use those words and say well that was the old testament i've got the new testament now no 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 they're all one book we need they're all god's revelation some came first some came second What's to come? We don't know. In our masses, at every time we have mass, we have parts of this that we read and study. Two, three, four pieces out of the scriptures, the, the First Testament and the Second Testament. Um, and, and, and we need to keep studying those and learning those in the same way we need to keep studying creation. How are we supposed to know God if we don't do our studying? That means we study the hummingbirds and we study the Psalms and we study the Gospels because all of us need to know God. We believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. 
he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. As the first disciples trusted in Jesus, we also trust that our prayers will find his blessings. That all disciples of Jesus honor him by living lives that displays his teachings. Let us pray. Lord, hear our prayer. That those in authority treat citizens and employees with equity and dignity. Let us pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For continuing efforts to reduce pollution and for the safety of those whose livelihood depends on the sea. Let us pray. Lord, hear our prayer. That as the first month in this new year draws to a close, there is renewed hope and lifting of darkness with signs of light ahead. Let us pray. Lord, hear our prayer. That all gathered here be unified in the love of God and strengthened by teaching out and supporting each other. Let us pray. Lord, hear our prayer. That any darkness in our hearts be lightened with silent prayer and careful thoughts. Let us pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have asked for our prayers and all those burdened with illness, including Anderson Trump, Barbara Fitz, Quentin Raymond, Esther Klein, and all those listed in the bulletin in our book of prayer, let us pray. Lord, hear our prayer. Almighty God, through these prayers, we dedicate our lives to building your kingdom. With gratitude and humble hearts, we ask these things through your Son, Christ our Lord.
Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation. Through your goodness, we have this bread and this wine to offer, fruit of the earth and the vine and the work of human hands. They will become for us the bread of life and our spiritual drink. Pray, brothers and sisters, that our sacrifices may be acceptable to God, the Almighty. Accept our offerings, O Lord, and in sanctifying them, grant that they may benefit our salvation through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father of heaven and earth. For by your word, you created the world and you govern all things in harmony. You gave us the same word made flesh as mediator, and he has spoken your word to us and called us to follow him. He is the way that leads us to you, the truth that sets us free, the life that fills us with gladness. Through your son, you gathered men and women whom you made for the glory of your name into one family, redeeming by the blood of the cross and signed with the seal of the Spirit. Therefore now and for ages unending, with all the angels, we proclaim your glory as in joyful celebration we acclaim. You are indeed holy and to be glorified. You love the human race. You always walk with us on this journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son present in our midst when we are gathered by his love. And when, as for the disciples, so now for us, he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, we ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the night he was betrayed, he took bread and gave you thanks and praise. He broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, and he said, take this all of you and eat it. 
This is my body, which will be given up for you. And when supper was ended, he took the cup. Again, he gave you thanks and praise, gave the cup to his disciples, and he said, take this all of you and drink from it. This is the cup of my blood, the blood of the new and everlasting covenant. It will be shed for you and for all so that sins may be forgiven. Do this in memory of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. As we celebrate this memorial of Christ, your Son, our Savior, whom you led through his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection, and whom you have seated at your right hand, we proclaim the work of your love until he comes again. And we offer you the bread of life and the cup of blessing. Look with favor on this offering of your church in which we show forth the Easter sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us, and grant that by the power of your love we may be counted now and until the day of eternity among the members of your Son in whose body and blood we have communion. By our partaking of this mystery, give us life through your Spirit, Grant that we may be conformed to the image of your Son and confirm us in the bond of communion, together with Francis, our bishop in Rome, our local bishops, and with all of your entire people. Grant that all the faithful of the Church, looking into the signs of the times by the light of faith, may constantly devote themselves to the service of the gospel. Keep us attentive to the needs of all, that sharing their grief and pain, their joy and hope, we may faithfully bring them the good news of salvation and go forward with them along the way of your kingdom. Remember our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the peace of your Christ and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Admit them to rejoice in your light and in the resurrection give them the fullness of life. Grant also to us when our earthly pilgrimage is done that we may come to an eternal dwelling place and live with you forever. And there, in communion with Mary, the mother of God, her husband Joseph, the apostles, the martyrs, and all the saints, we shall praise and exalt you. <coughs> Through him, with him, in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, almighty God, forever and ever.
Let us pray the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Grant us peace in our day. In your mercy, keep us free from sin and protect us from all anxiety as we wait in joyful hope for the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. The kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Let us offer Christ's gift of peace. This is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Happy are we who are called to his supper. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word and I shall be healed.
Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that receiving the grace by which you bring us to new life, we may always glory in your gift. Through Christ our Lord. Good morning. My name is Leif Kerwald, Parish Pastoral Administrator. Welcome to those of you who are visiting or new with us. We're very happy to have you. A uh, couple of announcements. First, uh, most of you, I'm sure, have noticed the uh, power substation rebuild that's occurring across the street, right over there uh, on 42nd by Pacific Power. And Thanks to our friends at Verde, and in particular, Tony DeFalco, who's uh, executive director over there, uh, who recognized that the public communication by Pacific Power to the neighborhood was lax and late. Uh, Tony went to their meeting on Thursday night, the, the, the public meeting that they actually had, and proposed a 10-point good neighbor agreement. In other words, Pacific Power, here's how you might be able to make up for your lapse. And uh, what I would like to do is uh, post the 10 points on our website, um, either later today or, uh, or tomorrow, and, um, and I'll certainly have some information in next week's bulletin about this uh, so that you can, you can track that. Uh, but uh, one of the 10 points uh, pertains to us in particular here at St. Charles, and, and that is a proposal that Pacific Power pay for the, um, the solar energy storage component that would be part of our solar energy system. I think most of you know we have a pretty extensive solar array on top of our school building that went online about a year ago. Uh, the, our original grant proposal had solar storage connected to that, but the grant um, that we actually received was less than what we had asked for, and so we had to put into, quote, phase two, the idea of storage. And, and the notion of solar storage is simply this, that energy would be stored for that uh, unexpected eventuality that power is gone throughout the grid or throughout our neighborhood, then St. Charles would be a hub and a source of power, emergency power, uh, for people who need it. So, uh, there, so there's a chance that, um, that that could be part of this good neighbor uh, agreement with Pacific Power. Lots of complicated details, more to come. You're already beginning to glaze over, so I'm gonna stop there. Uh, second, all of the names that we have in our bulletin and in our book of prayer really do need our prayers. And so there are times when I am reluctant to, to call out specific people because it, 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 it sort of intimates that they're more important than the others, which is not true. However, I want to recognize uh, two people today because uh, we have friends here uh, with us today. Little Anderson Trump is seven months old and he needs to have a, a very delicate and a potentially dangerous surgery uh, in a couple, three weeks. And uh, so we're very happy that Jeff and Debbie are here with us today. And, and, and so we lift up Anderson and, and we pray for him. But again, even as I say that, we lift up all of those for whom we pray. Also, we have friends uh, of Mahari uh, and the girls here today because they are all remembering uh, Mahari's beloved Azib, uh, who passed away two years ago, and she was beloved to us all. And so, of course, uh, we remember her as well. Finally, today is Gift Sunday. 
gift, growing in faith together. And uh, when I finish talking, we will have a blessing and, and our closing song, and then we will move in into the gym. And uh, today we are exploring our theme of call to change on a personal level. How is God calling each and every one of us to change? Or how are the changes in our lives how do, how do I respond to God's call in the context of change uh, in my life? Uh, we have three fascinating stories to share with you. Uh, and um, and our, if, if you have participated in GIFT before, our, our pattern is, is changing uh, a little bit today. So uh, in the past, we have always begun immediately with our meal. Today, we will not. We will, we will move into the program and uh, 30 minutes or so into the program, we will take a break and, and have our meal. So all you have to do today is move from here into the gym, have a seat. We will get started uh, in, a, in a few minutes and, uh, and we'll take it from there. Thanks. The Lord be with you. May almighty God Continue to bless us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and serve God and all of God's people. Oh, my God. 